0: Good. Five. Ladies
1: and gentlemen,
2: we are hot! Are... Yeah, okay. You got <laughs> What are you doing? Thank you, dummies.
1: <laughs> Sit down, young man. Get on him all!
2: Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another edition of Amp Radio, brought to you as ever by the Amp Radio Network. This particular show, we like to call Smack My Picks Up. This one, we're going to be doing picks for UFC Fight Night 168. I am aware that there are two Bellator cards this weekend. What, is it two or three? Because it looks like there's two from Dublin. Uh, anyways, Bellator two. is going to Bellator. Yeah. Uh, Bellator is going to Bellator. And uh, the, uh, the, only, the only thing of note, DJ Tony, that I saw uh, this weekend is that Ed Ruth is going to be headlining uh, one of the Bellator cars, cards that is, of course, on, Feb- on uh, Friday, February uh, 21st, Bellator 239. So good thing, good job, Ed Ruth. Uh, so let's get back to it. I'm lucky enough. My name is Proteus. I am lucky enough to be joined again by the Fighting Four uh, for this particular card. Let's go ahead and give you guys the breakdown of this particular card. Uh, UFC 168 Felder versus Hooker, also known as, if you're keeping, uh, keeping track, UFC on ESPN Plus 26. Um, UFC Fight Night 168 uh, will, be held, will take place February 23rd, 2020 at the Spark Arena in Auckland, New Zealand. Ladies and gentlemen, Lord Dana wants to go ahead and say to the North American fans, this card is not for you. But let's go ahead and get into this one real <laughs> quick. Um, and let's bring in the life of the party herself. It's Pam from North Carolina. Valhalla, everyone.
0: Oh, <laughs> I don't
2: know. I think that's that is uh, that, DJ Valhalla. Tony. Oh my goodness! I just You gotta you. give it to What's her. Up? You gotta
3: give it to her. That 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 was awesome. It would have been better if she would have. Hey, Valhalla!
2: Valhalla! There you go. All right, so uh, Pam. I can that's, say Valyala. Oh, wait, wait. oh, there you go. <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh, we're gonna kill this. We're gonna beat it to death. How's everyone?
2: Uh, we're doing great tonight. I think um, I'm doing great. We haven't brought anybody else in yet, but uh, I'm doing good. Um, Pammy, the most notable thing I saw from your Twitter this week, of course, uh, I believe it was this morning, or maybe it was yesterday morning. You got your no. your three miles in.
4: Oh yeah, I've been. You know, well. Let me just, like, bring you guys up to speed on some stuff. You know, um, they think I have a a torn meniscus in my knee, so I haven't been able to do a lot of stuff, and they have me on. Before they can do an MRI and all that other good stuff, I have to be proactive and doing certain things, so they have me on this medication that um, keeps the inflammation down. So I went walking the other day, and not normally like my brisk, like calling ass, like I've got Megan Anderson legs, But, uh, you know, I did my three miles, and it was absolutely beautiful outside. I mean, it was so pretty outside. Oh, my gosh. Beautiful. And then now we're supposed to have snow tomorrow.
2: Oh, well, good for you. They say. You can have some of the snow that we've got here.
4: Oh, people don't know what to do in the snow here. The first thing, the stores go, uh, people go to the stores, and they buy milk and bread. So there's no milk, no bread. So I guess you do... Uh, French toast when it snows. I
2: don't know. Right on. Sounds good to me. That's what I usually yeah. do. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but listen, I wanted to I wanted to comment real quickly because uh, DJ Tony and I were talking about this this year. We talked about it briefly on the show last week. We we're gonna challenge ourselves, Pammy. That's why on your on uh-huh. your Twitter I I said Amp Radio Challenge. So what we're gonna I, do is uh-huh. we're gonna challenge each other this year to to stay active. Um, whatever you got to do, I'm going to, I'm going to promise to try and do 25 pushups, uh, a day because, uh, I was running as you guys mentioned, as I mentioned on last week's show and seriously effed up my knees. So I got to take a break from that.
0: Um, that um, And I'm
2: going to, oh, it's, it's terrible. I was in so much pain last night, Pammy, but I digress. I'm going to promise to try and do 25 pushups each day. Uh, So everybody who's listening, you guys can join us, kind of like a Sober October kind of thing. Uh, But I digress again. Uh, Let's move on to the big boss man himself. TJ, Tony, go ahead and cue your music. It's Tony Tom, bitches. Hey, Uh, uh, TJ! It's
0: Tony
3: Tom, bitches! Uh, uh, uh. Proteus, Pam! Yes. I want you to do something for me, please. And I promise on this Amp Radio Challenge to do 75 squats, air squats a wow. day. But I want you to do me a favor, you guys. I want you to go out, as the great Alex Hefner once said, give someone a compliment. It makes them feel good, and it makes you feel good. A little trick of the trade, brah. I right did that on. <laughs> today, as a matter of fact.
2: Oh yeah, who 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 got the comment today? Was
4: there, it you? The well, no, there there is this uh, girl that comes. in. She used to work next door where I work, and she got transferred to another um, to another city, and, and she just happened to be in town and came in uh, for an eye exam. And and she's pretty, anyways. But she's one of these people that her personality, I mean, just lights up a room, and she's just one of these people that's so genuinely nice, you know, just super and then she's like so southern she's just sweet and I told her man I said you always look fabulous every time I see you you look absolutely fabulous she's like oh my god thank you so it was my compliment to the day.
2: right on right on so speaking of fabulous let's go ahead and take train deep into the heart of Texas that's right
0: deep in the heart of Texas
2: it's Marco from Waco brother <laughs> Sam's excited today.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Marco from Hueco ¿qué pasa? ¿Qué
2: pasa? Marco, how are you doing so, down there deep in the heart of Texas today? Después,
1: okay. Luis. Okay, I'm going to start on a downer today, so bear with me, guys.
2: Oh, awesome.
1: Okay. Rest in peace, my dear friend Juan Carlos Valtierra. Last Wednesday, my friend from Chile... Die died suddenly of a heart attack, catching everyone oh, by surprise. Oh, no. He turned 50 years old January 2nd of this year, last month. That was the last time I talked to him. And, you know, everybody is devastated. So, President this might be a friend.
2: Ah, okay. Yes, indeed. I, uh, with I agree with that. You'll hey, go. one no. quick question. I'm sorry, sorry question Before we get started, Marco. Mm-hmm. How's your How's your dog doing? Your dog. You said Your last dog? week. Did you have the mobile oh, uh, vet coming? It is. Okay. After
1: we gave him the warmer he pooped the biggest poop ever, and now he's fine. Oh <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, awesome. But uh, okay, since everybody's making a, you know, uh, like, a, a statement of what they're gonna do daily to stay in chase, I'm gonna be like Tyson Fury, and I promise to jerk off seven times a day to raise my testosterone. <laughs> so you know, I'll <laughs> oh be ready. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a good <laughs> goal,
4: Marco. <And> so <laughs> time. Okay.
2: All right. As you wish, Marco, let's talk some MMA. I did not get to you guys at the, the start of the show, but this one, as I said, um, a little bit light in the britches on this one, guys. Uh, as DJ Tony said to me when we were talking back and forth on the text messaging, um, DJ Tony said this one's a little bit of a poop emoji. So, what we're going to do today is kind of change up the regular uh, way of doing things that we do we're going to take the main event which is probably the most interesting fight on the particular card and then what we're going to do is everyone's favorite segment of the show spotlight fight of the night and then we'll get into uh the Ampere rewind also known as this week in mma and i've got if we have time i've got one quick question at the end to kind of uh, revisit uh, a topic that we had talked about um, before, but like we do on this show sometimes, we would like to revisit as I uh, rem- asked you guys to remind me last week I tried to give the odds for everybody's uh, spotlight of the night, so if you guys can remind me again, that'd be great to the lightweight vision we go, DJ Tony now this one guys You know, not a lot on the line on here. I guess it's number six, Paul Felder, versus number seven, Dan Hooker. So I take it back a little bit on the line here. But I thought to myself, guys, this is going to be a fun fight, Marco. Um, uh, Maybe not, uh, you know, what what we're dying for here. I mean, we're blessed for riches in this particular division. Uh, But let's throw to you. Uh, What do you got going down on here in the main event? Uh, Deep, deep in the middle of the afternoon over here in the uh, North America time zones. Uh, what do you got in the main event, brother? So this
1: top fight happened happening in Oakland, New Zealand. Land of the Hobbits. <laughs> you know, a lot of the ring reference right there. But uh, it was a foul fight. The number six versus number seven on the lightweight division. Two guys that are joking for position to get into the top five because that's where the money fights are at. Uh, it probably won't help them too much because it's kind of crowded there on the top five, but it's still an entertaining fight. I mean, right now, City keep boxing, and all the guys in New Zealand: Dan Hawker, Arisanya, uh, freaking uh, what is this? Freaking the, the featherweight champion. I what is his name. <laughs> I can't. Forget. Oh my God! Oh, well, it's gonna kill me, and then i gonna... Alexander Volkanovski, there you go. Uh, there you all go. These
2: guys yeah.
1: Are like the, are, they are the new hotness in, uh, in the world of MMA. You know, with uh. uh the, the, the trainer. and I mean, they're doing all the right things. And uh, Hawker is a, the rightful favorite on this fly for a reason. The guy is tall, lanky. He didn't do as good as a featherweight, but as a lightweight, he has been shy. Uh, and then on the other hand, we have Paul man a guy that is balls to the wall. He's not afraid to get one to give one. He likes to keep it close and dirty and nasty, the elbows from hell. If this fly stays at distance, it is Hawker's first to use. Uh, yeah. And the conventional wisdom will tell you that Hawker will win, but I, I don't want to pick a New Cylinder because, fucking America. I'm going to pick Paul Felder. <laughs> I think he's going to be able to get inside and make it ugly, make it greedy, make it dirty. <clears throat> this is a five-round fight. And we know Felder got cardio for days, and he's tough as nails. We have not seen Hawker on a five-round freaking burn just yet, you know? I've seen this is his first true main event. So this is going to be very telling. I'm picking uh, Felder just because of the experience factor. He's the most experienced fighter. He's the most tested fighter. He got the bigger names on his map. Pool. Uh, in a very gritty, grindy, ugly, bloody 48-47 decision. Uh, it's going to be close, but Felder's going to be able to put it off by decision.
2: So there you go. All right. Now, Pammy, uh, Marco alluded mm-hmm. to the uh, the odds here, so let me go ahead and give them to you. As Marco said, Dan Hooker is the favorite right now at a minus 150. Paul Felder coming back at us at a plus 130. Now, Marco, maybe uh, Dan Hooker getting a little bit of that hometown advantage rub as well with the uh, odds makers here, right?
1: Yeah, well, a lot of probably local money coming into him. So that's probably what yeah. it is. But I mean, he's a rifle, uh favorite because he's. Uh, a little higher, and uh, you
2: know, physically speaking, he is a total electric five, so it makes sense. So, Pammy, I, I Marco mm-hmm. also said, you know, maybe the, the money's coming in on Hooker right now, but on Five Dimes, as I'm looking at it right now, it looks like the money is coming on in on Felder right now. So, Pammy, let's throw to you. Mm-hmm. Um, Marco's taking decision, Felder, what you got?
4: All right, well, sound the alarm because we got a hot ginger alert. Uh- <laughs> So, um, I think, well, you know, you were talking about, uh, y'all were just talking about how Australia being like the new hotbed for MMA, but it actually has been for quite a while because I don't know if y'all remember that series of tough when it was Australia versus Canada. Do y'all remember that? Yeah, of course. Okay, so. um, so... You got bobby knuckles out of that one. Bobby knuckles! That's right. Um, Yep. yeah, I remember yeah. Uh, so uh <laughs> I like this fight. I think it's gonna be a fun fight. Um Dan Hooker is uh six feet with the seventy five inch reach versus Paul Felder. Hot ah, ginger. Five eleven with a seventy and a half inch reach. So uh Dan Hooker coming in with the four inch reach advantage. ten KOs, seven subs, two decisions versus Paul Felder, ten KOs also one sub, and six decisions, uh, kickboxing and jiu-jitsu for Dan Hooker, Paul Felder, taekwondo, karate, muay thai, and jiu-jitsu. So I think Paul Felder, e- even though uh, Hooker is the favorite, I-, I think right now he's he's running on emotions. He's a little bit too emotionable. You know, that was my new word, right? Emotionable. Emotionable. He's running, nice. <laughs> emotionable. <laughs> he's, uh, running high on emotions. Uh, hometown advantage, and I think he might be just a little bit distracted. I think Paul Felder takes this. I think um, both of these guys are going to be <laughs> donating blood for a good cause. you like that?
0: <laughs> uh, um, I like
4: it. I think it's going to be bloody. Uh, I think it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be nonstop action. I'm picking Paul Felder, but I'm, I'm picking him with a TKO. I'm going with a third-round TKO for me, please.
2: Okay, TKO in the third for Pammy. And, of course, I'd like to apologize to all our New Zealand, New Zealand listeners, all our Kiwi listeners. I know you guys don't like being uh, compared to Australians or being called Australians because they are not Pam. They're from New Zealand. Get it right. Ah. My apologies to that the, uh, to no, our they Pam. Are Pam. Kiwis What's that? They are not Aussies. They, they are Kiwis. That's right. That's what I'm talking about. Um all right, DJ Tony, having to scold Pammy enough on that one. Uh, what do you got going down here, as I mentioned, deep in the heart of Auckland, New Zealand?
3: Well, first off, I want to say, um, uh, Marco, sorry to hear about your friend. All uh, parts and prayers are with his family. Second thing I want to say, uh, listen, that's one thing that Paul Felder has never heard that he's a hot gingy. That's one thing his wife has never even told him. <laughs> I can guarantee you that no one's looking at Paul Felder's face and saying that's a hot gingy. That's for damn sure. All right. But, all right, let's uh, here's, here's the one thing about Paul Felder, right? Paul Felder is smart.
2: um, He
3: he clearly, I think, has one uh, one shoe, if you will, uh, or one foot out because he's doing the, you know, he's doing the announcing, et cetera. And I think that he's already looking past his career but here's the thing, guys. Did he really beat Edson Barbosa? On paper, he did. Did he really win that fight? Not really. Did he really beat James Vick? Maybe, right? Um, and and let's, not, let's not forget he took damage, obviously, with, with Mike Perry as well. The problem, the problem is that, that uh, I think Felder is getting a little older, and Dan Hooker is starting to come into his own. They're about the same height. I just think Paul Felder, guys, if you really look at – um, his body of work, if you will um, I think he's coming up And I think Fel- Felder is probably status quo So I'm picking um, I don't think Felder can be finished that easy I'm picking Dan Hooker Via decision over uh, the Irish Dragon Paul
1: Felder
3: You're picking the hooker Nasty
2: Yeah, just like Mike Hunt Alright, let's move right along If we could Um hey. Thank you very much, DJ Tony. All right. Um, speaking of Paul Felder and his his hotness, um, I thought only black guys look really good when they're ripped. But, uh, you know, Paul Felder, with all that white on the opposite end of the scale, looking, you know, pretty caught up in some of these pictures that I've been seeing of him. So just, yeah, I know. I'm just going along trying to be on Pammy's side here, okay? Uh, let's let that one go. All right. So, again, Marco, I want to thank you again. Uh, Marco, I want to agree with what you said at the beginning of, of uh, your pick. I think if this fight is allowed to stay on the outside, Dan Hooker has um, a great advantage. Um, Pammy, I also want to agree with you with what you said, that I think Hooker is looking a bit um, too emotionally invested in this one. Uh, you know, we talked about exactly emotionable. Uh, so Dan Hooker looking a little too <laughs> emotionable in this one for me. I mean, even when they did the the media um, way out from the event, like the the, the pre media, when the both guys just flew down there. Uh, well, I guess Felder just flew down there for uh, to stand in front of the big UFC letters uh, to promote this fight. Uh, Hooker was you know fu- full of piss and vinegar then. Um, so yeah, I think the the bright lights and the hometown favorite kind of stacked against him. I think Paul Felder. DJ Tony, yeah, might be getting up there, but he has shown us that he's uh, a gritty veteran. He'll be, he's hes hes willing to, to get in there, brawl, and walk through some things that maybe most guys wouldn't be um, willing to do, i.e. when he broke his forearm in a spinning uh, back fist uh, and kept on going and throwing it. So um, I think this fight is going to be able to, is going to be contested on the inside. I think Paul Felder is going to be able to get past the, uh, wonderful kickboxing of Dan Hooker uh, and the and the reach and the range. Um, I picked against Hooker last last time out uh, when Adesanya was fighting, um, and he proved me wrong. But I hope this one here uh, will leave you on an island today, uh, DJ Tony. And I'm also going to take Felder. I think the pressure of the event gets to Hooker, even though you know he was the co-main, I believe, uh, on that particular uh, Adesanya fight. This one, he's he's right there square in the in the media light uh he's going to have more of the lion's share of the media to do again being the hometown favorite uh and we know that the UFC likes to uh run down their uh their uh, main event uh, fighters Felder probably a little bit more used to it of course like you mentioned he's doing the commentating um on the side as well uh and being doing a great job i'm going to take felder i don't want to say decision like the rest of you fools so i'm going to take uh, fourth round tko for me
0: this is the main event. Decision.
2: Well, Marco chose decision, and DJ Tony did, took the decision. Pam, of course, you're not a fool. Third round TKO. Uh huh. Uh-huh. All right, so you ain't,
0: ain't scared.
2: <laughs> you ain't scared, homie. All right, so let's move good. right along, guys. Um, to everyone's favorite segment of the show, Pam, and we'll start with you. Spotlight fight of the night. What you got?
4: All righty. I'll give you a chance. Low there do I see my father. Low there do I see my mother, my sisters, and my brothers? Low there do I see the line of my people back to the beginning. <laughs> Emil Meek and Jake Matthews, man. This is going to be a fun one. Uh, Jake Matthews, I think people forget how young he is. He, As a matter of fact, he was, if, if, correct me if I'm wrong, Marco. Was Jake Matthews not on that tough card with the Australians? Yeah. 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 Little kid. He was like a little kid. He was like 19 or something like that. So he is. He he's fun to watch. I, I like him. Um, uh, black belt in jujitsu versus Emil Meek, 31, 5'11. He has a 74 and a half inch reach versus Jake Matthews, 73. Uh, Jake has four KOs and seven subs and four decisions. M L Meek has seven KOs, one sub and one decision. Emil uh, coming off of two losses and Jake Matthews has one, six of his last 10. I think Jake Matthews is a little bit more skilled. M L Meek is a little bit crazy, not crazy, but crazy. <laughs> and, um, I know Jake Matthews is a favorite. What are the odds on this? Do you have them handy by any chance?
2: Yes, I do. I have them right in front of me. Jake Matthews at a uh, minus uh two ten meal Meek coming back okay. at us at a plus one seventy five of course, all these odds coming at us from five dimes. They are not a sponsor.
4: okay, so I know uh, Jake is the favorite, but I'm going with m l meek he's been um uh, he was oh. out for a little bit she uh listens. July twenty eighteen is uh last time he fought and uh I think he's, he's going to bring uh, the crazy with him and go out on his shield. Even if he loses or if he wins, I think it's just going to be a crazy fight. Um, I'm picking Emil Meek. Uh, and You know what? I'm going with the decision on this. Wow, you
2: think so, hon? Um, you think Matthew's going to be able to his chin for long enough? I don't think I so. I don't know. I, I, mean, I, I, I don't know. Up, because uh, boom, boom.
4: Uh, his uh, last, uh, Meek's last KO was 2016.
2: So, All right, and well pointed out,
4: so you know but um I, I think it's I think it's gonna be a good one, and I'm dancing on Saturday, so I might miss this, or maybe not what time are the fights?
2: yeah, they're at That's like five it. in the afternoon, so okay. they are, yeah, they're I, in the afternoon, you should be able to catch them, yeah, okay, so cool. just check I, your local listings
4: i cool,
2: and of course, as we know, as we've mentioned on previous shows. You can always find them on the uh, Twitterverse. I didn't say anything. All right, DJ Tony, let's throw to you for your spotlight by the night. I kind of I kind of have a feeling where we're going with this, but what do you got?
3: Oh, my God. Cue the music. You're, you're right, Proteus. I, I look at the card and I say, you know what? There's nothing like Tyson Lamb versus Kai. No, that's not the one I'm looking at. What the hell am I looking at? <laughs> Carolina yeah. Kovalevich, she will yeah. be coming back, and she will fight because, like Marco always says, we're in America, so we're not going to say Yang, Zion, or whatever the heck it is. Uh, no offense to her; she's, I'm sure, she's uh, the Fury, but Zion Yan, she will fight Carolina an And unfortunately, I don't think this is a good night for Carolina Kovalevich. I'm choosing. Oh. Uh the on Yen via decision over the beautiful Carolina Cobalt Cater
2: I mean how quickly the mighty have fallen I'm like, taking a look at uh, Carolina's uh, ranking number 14 right now DJ Tony right ah. on the precipice of falling over that, that cliff I tell you what now get, I get you know what man it's going to be just exciting just to w- wait for that blink you know that little wink I like it <laughs> me too yeah, so oh my she's, God, getting, get a, she's a winner in my book.
4: Go get some lotion, Jesus
2: No, oh, don't worry. We'll take care of that later. But right now, we've got to t- pick some fights. <laughs> All right, I'll do my spotlight fight of the night, and then we'll get... Thank you. That's right. Do my spotlight fight of the night, and then we'll get Marco to be the voice of reason. Um, I'm going to take uh, the Noma looking look. look- me. Mm. Versus Angela Hill. That was a mouthful, right? I don't even think I got that one correct. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to take Angela Hill on Loma this one. I think Hill Luponi. is... There you go. You got the rhythm. You got the rhyme. It's Tony time, bitches. All right, so uh, I'm taking Angela Hill here. I think she's going to get go ahead and be able to get another finish here. Um, you know, flying over to the other side of the world, looking good and impressive in the past two fights. Um, maybe Angela will be able to... Uh, crack the top 15 with this particular fight. I'm going to take Hill by second round TKO for me. Thank you very much. Marco, you be the voice of reason, brother. What you got? Spotlight by the night.
0: Okay. Oh, Thank Hang on, God. Marco.
2: Let me give the odds on that one first. I see. No one reminded me on my pick. Damn it. Uh, looks like Hill is the favorite in a minus 200. Look uh, me is coming back at us at a plus 170. I apologize for butchering that name. Go ahead, Marco.
1: Okay, quick, uh, quick uh, fun fact. Angie, Angela yes. Hill was on the Joe Rogan podcast, and we find out that Angela Hill is the granddaughter of Bernie and Angie Hill, the first yeah. big case of UFO adoptives ever recorded. So, fun fact. Uh, your grandfather is going to adopt by aliens, Angela Hill. <laughs> Another fun
2: fact. Did uh, you but, know that uh, Afros help you get out of chokeholds?
1: Just
2: <laughs> well,
1: my spotlight for the night is not going to be on the UFC. It's not going to be on Bellator. Oh, wow. It's going to be on the real spotlight of the night. Tyson Fury versus the Ante Wilder 2. And I'm picking the Gypsy King himself, Tyson Fury, to defeat the Ante Wilder on a unanimous decision on an exciting night of heavyweight boxing. Awesome fight. Ooh, inspired, I don't know. Because it's is because it's a good night of fight, as a good day of fight, i want to be able to watch the UFC and the pay-per-view later on that day. I'm taking things with Fury. So that's my pick, and I'm sticking it with it.
2: Crazy. Marco going not even MMA-related. So that's awesome. Okay, thank you guys very much. Uh, okay, so... As I mentioned, and as Marco mentioned, there's uh, plenty of uh, fights on this weekend, whether you want to... Catch the UFC, catch the plethora of Bellator cards that are, again, gracing us with their presence um, Friday Friday and Saturday night. Uh, but let's go ahead and throw into Amp Radio Rewind.
1: Ooh, rewind.
2: <laughs> All right, so, guys, uh, this one, uh, no one seemed to be able to get uh, – <clears throat> The uh, method or round, correct? Um, Marco, um, you, of course, in the main event, uh, were on an island by yourself, picking uh, Anderson on that one. Uh, Just let me break it to you guys. We have a three-way tie at the top. Um, Proteus, Marco, and DJ Tony all scored two particular points uh, last weekend. Tammy rounding it up with one point. Um, But let's start at the top. Yanni from the block goes over there and gets it done. Hey, CME, get it right. His nickname is Yanni from the block. Get it right. Marco, what you got to say about yourself and your island? Uh,
1: well, the others look great. Cody Anderson came out uh, reckless with his guard down, trying to run that low kick, got cut. And uh, this was a perfect fair war. Black Horvitz will get the next title shot. But we all know this is not a perfect fair word. Dominic Rex is still harping on the, on the wins, and people want to see that Regs' streamers with John Jones. And then you got Israel Arizana there, you know, barking at John Jones on the, from Millerway. And then you got a steep in the ocean that we don't know if she's going to fall Daniel Cormier or not. John Jones got options. I mean, it was cool that he recognized Black Hobbies at the end of the cage, and, you know, they got the little back and forward after the fight. And... Blachowicz, in case of emergency, break the glass. That's what Blachowicz says right now. But I would be highly, highly surprised if he gets the next title shot, even though he deserves it. Let's be very very clear. The run that he's on right now, he deserves to be the next line line. But if this was a fair word, he would get it. I just doubted the way the USC works today because they go for the big money fights. But we would be the first option. But great great job for Blachowicz, man. I I've nothing else to say. I was standing what he goes on
2: in his last four fights. Yeah, absolutely. Pammy, were you a- were you able to catch mm-hmm. these fights this weekend?
4: I did, yeah, I did. All right. I got
2: in All right, just so, so time. let's go ahead and get you uh to say to give us your thoughts on uh Yanni from the Blocks performance.
4: I thought it was amazing. I mean it was it was it was amazing. It was um he went in there. He was calm, cool, collected. Um, what's his face? Didn't want to touch gloves. I was like, all right, we won't touch gloves, but I'll touch your face, homie. And he sure did.
2: Yeah, he sure did, uh, DJ Tony. I mean, impressive win by Yanni from the block. We discussed last week, DJ Tony, that we were, we were on the Reyes train for that, that rematch. But did, did the performance by Blachowicz, uh change your mind at all? Do you think he's next in line for John Jones?
3: As uh, Marco once said, I'm not a uh, I'm not impressed by your performance. Um, listen, there, there's no doubt about it. I mean, I well I couldn't give it to GSP because Marco said it last. But here here's here's the thing, guys. I told I, I'm going to have to say it, Proteus. I told you guys that that Corey Anderson was not going to do it. There there's. There, there's something about pressure when you amp yourself up. No, no pun intended. Shout out to Amp Radio. When you pump yourself up a little too much, you, you're, you might you might fall, right? And and I just think that that Blachowicz is basically underrated. Um, I I think he fought well. Um, Corey Anderson was a little reckless, and and unfortunately, John uh, the Great, uh, John Jones was there and saw the whole thing. Uh, but I think you guys are wrong. I do think that blokovic gets uh, the next title shot, easy shot uh, maybe for uh, the great John Jones. Um, well, that's what I saw. I saw someone that was careless, that was looking ahead, Proteus.
2: Yeah, we touched, kind of touched on it last week where, you know, it, it, Corey Anderson had been working hard for this particular title shot to get here. But, again, like Marco said, Jan blokovic and what he's been able to do, Yanni from the block in the past uh, you know, the run that he's on is also very impressive. Now, I have given this, I've been mulling this over since, uh, you know, the impressive win by Yanni from the block. You know, that that kind of win does kind of catapult Marco into, you know, to the front of the line. Now, my one question is,
0: uh, as you kind of
2: pointed out, do does the UFC want uh, to kind of build up Reyes for, like, you know, uh, the, the rematch and the, the uh, you know, the Reyes era, or do they want to move on to somebody new uh, like blockwitz put in, an, uh, you know, another fresh contender in front of John Jones and, and another fresh name um, that he might be able to roll over. And, and, and maybe, um, maybe Marco, they want to, they want to do it like, you know, kind of on Jan's you know, uh, doorstep or kind of on that side of the world. I doubt John Jones would do that, but I mean that would be big for the the, the you know the the European market uh, if they give Yanni from the Block uh, the title shot. Marco, are you trying to say something?
1: No, John Jones is a pay-per-view fighter. Uh, they they, they yeah. will never take him to, to there because of the pay-per-view model. Plus remember, ASPN is also invested on the pay-per-view business, so they also okay. want you see to make the biggest fight. And John Jones versus Blahovitz, even though, like I tell you, Blahovitz is a serving, is at 250,000, 300,000 pay per view, guys. Regis, and, and the Rimas with Regis, and, uh, and John Jones is trending to be plus 800,000, man. So, money wise, and, and if i love Isanya, if he beats Romero, it would be a million plus. So, if he, when, right. when, when we're talking dollars and cents, and it sucks for Blahovitz, but. He is the in-case-of-emergency guy. If nothing else works out on negotiations, if everything goes south on, you know, okay, you're asking for too much money for this or or the timing or whatever, if nothing else works out, Blackovic will get his title shot. But I think they're going to make him fight one more, maybe the winner of Tashera Smith, before they get him a title shot. And it's just going to be a shame, man. Because right now it's in the front seat.
2: All right, so let's talk about the weirdness that it was the co-main event,
0: uh, oh, but, uh, Michel Miata oh, against Diego
2: Sanchez. Uh, okay, Marco, why don't you go ahead and start us off then? Uh, <laughs> it was it was a weird fight. Okay, first
1: of all, I refuse to take the blame for that one, even though I think Diego Sanchez that is uh, everybody on saw, an island
2: again. Every,
1: yeah, everybody saw what well, well, he was getting his ass kicked.
2: Yeah, the
1: only beyond. Yeah. The only smart decision that Diego Sarsex made this whole five weeks was taking that freaking uh, decision that the disqualification went. And
2: not continuing. Because he got yeah. no
1: yeah, not he got no game plan. He looked like a shell of himself. <laughs> the corner coach, manager, trainer, nutritionist he got on his side, that charlatan comment clown that he got on his side is useless and uh, look, it is not a secret that Diego Sanchez is going through a divorce. And not taking that win would have cost him a, an extra $100,000. You know, he needs money to pay for lawyers. You know, he got a six-year-old daughter that he's fighting for custody of. And then he has to pay this clown that is cunning him. Look, Diego Sanchez is not the same as he was years ago. He's 38 years old. I was there live on him for Gilbert Melendez. He is not lacking on toughness or endurance or anything like that. But his decision making lately got a lot to decide on. I'm freaking a having the connection with this Joshua Flavia, that by the way was in a long interview today with Luke Thomas at the Luke Thomas Show, and you listen to this guy, and everybody after the fact reacted to this guy's interview. He sounds like a like a douchebag and a charlatan. You cannot believe the, the the stupidity and the lack of qualification of this guy. This dude is going to get Diego Sanchez hurt, for real. I don't know what is he doing, watching him with, but all he doing is taking his money, and that is, that is death reality. It's also well known that Diego got a scam back when he was in California. He lost hundreds of thousands of dollars on that stevia business that was, was not with, was a Ponzi scheme, and he got robbed. Uh, he's a very impressionable guy. He got a good soul. He likes to trust on people. Like he put his trust on a guy, a Coleman, and a freaking charlatan that is going to get him hurt, and he's going to take his money, and when, when he got no use for Diego Sachs anymore, he's going to dump him. So, somebody, please, get on the ear of Diego Sachs that got to lose this motherfucker. Please, I'm, I'm begging you people. Uh, Pereira, on the other hand, uh, he was looking good. He was managing his energy well but he still needs to freaking uh, check his freaking fight IQ because the dude, he, there was no need to throw the name. He was winning the fight. He could have just keep just boxing. chances uh, out, or he would just win a, a, a very one-sided unanimous decision. So that dude needs to check his fight IQ, too. That's what I have to say about this fight for now. All
2: right. I mean, I, I don't have anything to add to that. Does anybody else have anything to add to that? Because I think Marco covered it all.
3: <laughs> I, I don't disagree. I, I think it's a travesty, but a part of it has to. I mean, you have to. I'm sorry, guys, but you have to look at the CTE factor as well on on Diego uh, because um, I, you know I, I don't blame him for taking that win. Although I do think it was kind of odd um, the fact that he asked the ref, "Hey, if I if I take the DQ, will I win?" Um, and this is this is nothing to do with her Herzog because Herzog. Did his job, right? But, I mean, someone has to tell Diego Sanchez to stop fighting, guys. He's not saying. Sorry, he's not saying.
2: All right, guys. So Maybe
3: I think um, he needs to stop dating Instagram
4: whores that are taking his money. How about that? <laughs>
2: Anyway. <laughs> right on, right on. Okay, guys. So as I promised, uh, we're going to get out of here. I think we'll save uh, the talk about uh, the question that I was going to ask a little bit later uh maybe we'll 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 see a couple more of these uh light cards that you know in my opinion e s p n is just you know getting content i mean this is basically what this is now, if again Lord Dana says that these cards are not for us guys, so you know vote with your dollars it's up to you you do not have to watch this garbage all right guys um let's go ahead and get out of here for this week pammy uh do you got a guilty pleasure mm-hmm. of the week this week, or what do you got going on?
4: Right now, my only guilty pleasure, whatever you want, to, I'm working on belly dance costumes. That I just had a performance oh, yeah. last weekend. I had one two weeks ago. I've got one uh, this Saturday, so I'm working on costumes, so no time for guilty pleasures.
2: Damn it. All right. Well, good luck, uh, Pammy. We wish you the best. Uh, DJ, Tony, you got a guilty pleasure this week at all?
3: Unfortunately, I do, Proteus, and I blame okay. my friend, the person I love, uh, Pam, because she has me watching that garbage 90 oh, no, oh Day Fiancé. Oh, my gosh. Why am I watching that garbage? Why am I watching? Uh, seriously, I am ashamed oh, of watching God. that garbage. And and now they're doing the uh, post show garbage. What the hell am I watching that garbage for?
0: Oh, my That's God. That's my. That funny you know well. what? I take it back. I'm my nothing.
4: white trash <laughs> ass. She is gross, huh? Mm. I'm so glad you're watching it. It makes me happy.
3: Don't you feel better about your life, though?
2: (laughs) It makes me feel
3: better about my life, but good Lord. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. (laughs) Oh, my (laughs) goodness.
2: That's so funny. All right, guys. I don't really have a guilty pleasure for you this weekend, or this week, but I do have a Proteus' shower pick. Of course, this pick has already been added to the list. Um, It's from the new album, uh, by Silosis, uh, the album's called Circle of Suffering, and my uh, my song that I'm going to recommend is called Empty Profits. It's a good way to start off an album, DJ Tony, and it's a pretty solid song. If you Ooh. want uh, a second song off the album, um, as you usually do, uh, check out Shield as well. Uh, you know, actually, the first four songs on the album I've really been digging, uh, and it all around the album's pretty good. So check it out, Circle of Suffering, Silosis, Empty Profits, um, Produces, Shower Picks. Marco, why don't you go ahead and get us out of here for this week, brother. What you got? So my guilty pleasure
1: uh, is the History Channel's Project Blue Book, the story of Dr. Alan Hynek. And the star is the same guy that played Little Finger in Game of Thrones. Really good actor. I don't remember his name, but it's a really good show, man. Uh, It was uh, uh, one of the best dramas on a Whatever uh, selections last year, and uh, this the second season right now. So, if you want to check out the Project Blue Book, you, you will go for a ride. Uh, follow Tony at IMDJ Tony, follow Pam at, uh, Pandora Box, follow Producer at Produce, follow me at Maldo Marco, follow the show at another MMA cast. Red and Review Michael Heads, we are in Talk Radio, uh, Spotify, Apple. Apple Podcasts, uh, you name it. If there is a podcast place, we, we are there. There is plenty of fights this weekend. There is boxing, Wilder Fury 2, Oakland, Felder, Hooker, and then all the Velators that uh, are going to Velator. And LFA on Friday, if you got into the LFA. So there you go. You got plenty of fights to watch. we have going to let you guys catch you guys next week.
4: Benavidez versus Figueroa on Flyweight Championship. Enjoy the fight
2: can't wait for that one and just like that pammy out of here bye right on right on hey i'm not surprised motherfuckers (laughs)